It's the dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Uh, it is Friday, October 20th, 7.02, a.m. That's when I'm recording this, and I think I gotta start, I gotta, I gotta start a little late today for work, so I think I'm gonna record two episodes, because I also didn't record a couple earlier this week. What are the words today? We got some, we got some fun words, as usual. The usual thing is happening over here on the dictionary with Spencer. That's me. Yeah. The first word is end, second form. This is a verb from before the 12th century. So just a reminder, the noun was at the end of the previous episode. Here is the verb starting with transitive. 1A, to bring to an end. We are ending a thing. Later, I will end this episode, but not yet because we just started it. You can't end it after you started it. I mean, you do end it after you start it, but not immediately. It's later. Do do it later. 1B, this synonym is destroy. Just ending a thing, destroying it, putting an end to it, blow it up, break it down, break it down. Number two, to make up the end of, as in, a wedding scene ends the film. To make up the end of. So the thing that is the end of a thing is ending it. It's it, it makes up, it creates the end of the thing. At the end of the film, there was a wedding scene. And then everybody, everybody was very happy, and they lived happily ever after, and they partied, and uh, everything was great and perfect from then on. That's how we want to think about life, and that's not how life goes. Uh, okay, intransitive is 1A, to come to an end, as in the meeting will end at noon. So the meeting is ending. Uh, the other context, the transitive is something else is making a thing end. The wedding scene is ending the film. Uh, the, the person is destroying the cake. <laughs> um, just bringing to an end. And I, I got a got a niche eye eyelid. Um, so uh, to to just to come to an end, the meeting is ending. That's intransitive. One B. To reach a specified ultimate end. Nope. Uh, to reach a specified ultimate rank, situation, or place. This is usually used with the word up, as in, ended up as a colonel. How did that happen? I just ended up as a colonel. No training, no, no nothing, no, no previous things. Just I just ended up as a colonel. Number two, this synonym is die. Just to just to die, death, no more. A synonym for all of it is the word close. So bringing bringing a bringing a thing to a to an end, uh, closing it up, closing it up. That's the verb. Uh, we don't have any etymology to say because that was at the uh, end of the previous episode. So we're going to make a sound effect that will be, I don't know, it's just a whistle. The third form of end is an adjective from the 13th century. The synonyms are final and ultimate, as in end results, 
also is in end markets. Um, so uh, end results, it's just the final results. There's a tournament, a dartboard tournament, and then the then so who won? Who won the dartboard tournament? Well, we've got the end results for you. They're the last results, the the final ones, the ultimate ones. End markets. Is that uh, the the last market stock markets? Maybe I don't know about those. <laughs> the fourth form of the word end is a transitive verb from 1607. This is an English dialect, so certain certain groups of people who speak English will use this word in this way. Uh, and it means to put into a barn or stack. And the things that you might be putting into a barn or a stack would be grain or hay. So there's no, uh, there's no example. So I guess would you say like, hey, go, go end the grain or end the hay. Hmm, that's really interesting. Yeah, definitely have never heard this. This is not part of my dialect. Uh, this is probably an alternative of the English dialect word in, I-N, which means to harvest. So, I, 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 th- I think of the word in going into a thing, but it, that's not, I don't see a connection there. So, uh, it's the word in, which means to harvest. So, yeah, if you're going to you're harvesting the grain, you're harvesting the hay, whatever it is. And then when you're done harvesting it, you're going to put it into a stack or you're going to put it into the barn. Maybe the animals got to eat it. Maybe you're going to save it for later. And uh, you're ending it. Yeah. Okie dokie. No more end words except the prefix end or endo. This uh, has no ear. Number one. It means within or inside. Inside of a thing, within it, within my belly later, there will be a banana. And also, it's a Friday. I felt splurgy. I got I got a donut. It's still in the bag. It's a maple donut, which I think uh, it's healthier than the chocolate donut. You know, I like, I like chocolate. I like maple. Maple just seems healthier than chocolate for some reason. Um, so within, inside, this is the end or endo prefix, um, as in the example, endoskeleton, you got your skeleton on the inside, opposed to maybe a crab or a lobster that has their skeleton on the outside, it's an exoskeleton, ooh, wouldn't it be cool, if I, if I'm ever in like a wheelchair, I want to get, uh, an exoskeleton thing so I can move around still, and feel like I'm a robot. I am a robot. Um, and later I will have an endo banana, an endo donut, an endonut. Ooh. Uh, it says compare to the prefixes ect, ect, and exo. Um, well, exo, I'm pretty sure that means on the outside of, because we talked about exoskeleton. Um, but what does what's what does ect mean again? That one seems like it would also possibly be on the outside. Uh, let's see, ect, oh yeah, we got ectopic, uh, yep, outside, external, yep, yep, so I think ect, e-c-t, and e-x-o, exo are similar, and then this one's the opposite, end, or endo. Number two for end, or endo, is taking in, as in endothermic, 
so taking in so taking into what heat and temperature uh, something like that endothermic well we'll learn about that probably pretty soon uh, let's see the endo words will start at the end of the next episode and those are probably going to go on for a while let's see how many episodes oh yeah we got we got a good i don't know three or four episodes of endo words we could it's all about inside of things okay um let's see this is from the greek endon which means within akin to the greek word n which means in uh from the old latin is that old latin indu plus uh, also from the hittite word andon which means within and there's more at the word in so yeah i n became e n and it's all in inside of stuff yep that's it I, I can whistle better than this i'm trying to like take it i could i could i could uh move the microphone away when it's whistle time whoop whoop uh okay the next word is in damage transitive verb from the 14th century to cause loss or damage to so you if you're just damaging a thing the the guys in uh that movie office space they endamaged the printer i think that's what it was they they took a bat to it they smashed it on the ground they endamaged it putting damage on the thing it's endamaging this is not one of those words that gets used very much but i think i think that you can just put n at the beginning of any verb and make it make it a thing uh what's another verb throw in throw nah it doesn't work in danger is next verb from 1964 starting with transitive to bring into danger or peril as in reckless recklessly endangering innocent lives well the first thing i could think of that when you are endangering innocent lives would be drunk driving so please please you know this you know this we all know this don't do it don't do it i have a vivid memory of coming up to an intersection a very complicated weird in intersection in my town and there was a car behind us and uh they were flying they we my the driver saw them coming in the rear view window rear view window mirror mirror they were flying they went around us and they went across and in front of us to uh to to go left they were going left from the wrong area and there were cars coming and they just smashed right into a car and i think they just got up and and walked away they just got out of their car and walked away so they were definitely endangering innocent lives and they were very clearly drunk they must have been okay in danger intransitive is to create a dangerous situation as in driving to in danger driving to in danger so that's a thinker to create a dangerous situation i don't think this one this wouldn't this one can't be very commonly used to create a dangerous situation driving to in danger you're driving uh, i yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of like another way to 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 say that or explain that or, or word it or something but yeah in danger uh transitive is probably one the one that we use more often 
because we're, we're endangering things all the time. Endangerment is a noun. Don't eat that mint. Um, and uh, there is no etymology because we know it's from the word danger. Danger. Danger, danger. Okay. That leads us to endangered. Adjective from 1964, being or relating to an endangered species, as in an endangered bird. Also as in put on the endangered list. And doesn't this word sound weird now? It sounds so weird. Endanger. Um, so yes, we, we need to talk about endangered species because that's the next word. But um, just relating to, to something that's endangered and an endangered species is endangered. So, <whistles> endangered species, two words, noun from also 1964. I think I'm going to need to put a link in the show notes for endangered species and like what's currently on the list and how is endangered different from... Uh, what there, there's other words uh, um, like uh, why why can't I think of the other words? There's endangered. There's like critical situation. There's uh, extinct. Obviously, that's a totally different thing. I feel like there's a few a few different ones that are sort of similar but all a little bit different. So, what is an endangered species? A species threatened with extinction. So extinction is just, it's right there. They're threatened by it because it's so close. Their numbers are dwindling. Uh, but broadly, anyone or anything whose continued existence is threatened. So this doesn't have to be an, an, an animal or plant or insect species or any anything that's living. Uh, this could be podcasters. Podcasters could be an endangered species someday because their existence could be threatened. Um, where, where's that phrase? Their, their continued existence is threatened. Uh, so I don't know what sort of situation we would be in where podcasters are on the endangered species list or are an endangered species. But hey, it's possible. We got a lot of years ahead of us. So we'll see. I hope I'm out of the game by that point. Um, let's see. Anything endangered species? I mean, yeah, this is this is from from 1964, so this is almost 60 years we've been talking about endangered species. Before then, I don't know if maybe they didn't have a phrase for it, but um, there were definitely you know for for hundreds and possibly thousands of years, uh, humans have been killing animals for for hunt for fun for food and but they were doing it in a non-sustainable way and so they just they killed all the dodos for for to eat and they didn't even taste very good supposedly and uh so we we are um i would say that humans are the number one cause of endangered species between hunting between climate change and probably other things and there, luckily, there are a few species that people have been able to bring back from endangerment. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot that have uh, just totally gone extinct that we're never going to see again. What, the Tasmanian uh, wolf or something like that? Um, there's a whole bunch of them. 
And even since 1964, we've probably lost a lot of species that are just never going to come back, probably, unless we have their DNA and clone them. And I don't think that's probably such a good idea. Um, and then some of them, they just go extinct on their own, you know, between um, just uh, the climate changing mammoths. They couldn't really survive so good in this day and age. So they all, they all died out and they were hunted, too. Uh, so endangered species, go check a go check a link in the show notes that I'll put in there. And um, you know it's it's constantly changing. What's on the endangered species list? There's a whole lot that I don't even probably know about. And then hopefully we're getting some taken off all the time. Endangered species. I don't want to lose any more animals. Why? D- just leave. Just leave them be. Leave them be. Rhinos. That's a big one. There's like one rhino left of this specific kind. Come on. Come on. What are we doing? <whistles> Next is Endark. Endark. E-N-D-A-R-C-H. Watch out for that C-H. Endark. Adjective from 1900. Formed or taking place from inner cells outward. As in Endark xylem. That is X-Y-L-E-M. Formed or taking place from inner cells outward. So the inner cells are doing something and then uh and then they something something happens in there, something's formed in there, it takes place in there and then it goes outside, outside of the cell, you're out. And that's endark. It's uh it's an adjective. So you're describing this xylem that's maybe created inside of the cell or whatever. And then it goes outside of the cell. That's an interesting thing. Um, I guess a baby, a fetus turns into a baby. It's an it's an end dark human because it starts on the inside, grows on the inside, and then it goes outside. We're all end dark, I think. I think we could say that. Oh, by the way, there is no etymology for end dark. Uh, and I don't remember a word just dark, D-A-R-C-H. Let me let me look that up, uh, because two no there's a there's a place in Australia called Dark, but I don't know how they say it. Yeah, I don't know what the etymology is of this. That's interesting. Okay, next word I already whistled. We've got end around two words, noun from 1926, a football play in which an offensive end comes behind the line of scrimmage to take a handoff and attempts to carry the ball around the opposite flank. Well, I can definitely visualize this. You got you got the quarterback in the center, and you got the line of people in front of them, and then one of the ends, maybe the dude on this side, the person on this side, instead of running forward towards the other team, they're going to run backwards and go towards the quarterback, and they're going to do a a little swippy swap of the ball, and then that end is going to keep on running around and go this way, and then fake out all the people over here and go, and then make a goal, make a a basket. Um, End around. Why is there a football play in the dictionary? Are there other, well, I guess, did we see a Hail Mary is probably in here. Are there other ones? I don't know, but that's fascinating. Um, end around, because the end goes around the people all the way around, only halfway, and then they keep on going. Okay. Oh, this is a fun word. 
Indarterectomy. Indarterectomy. Hoo-hoo. This is a noun from 1974. Um, this is surgical removal of the inner layer of an artery when thickened and arthro, arth, atheromatous or occluded. Okay, let me try that one again. Uh, this is So this is the removal in a surgery of the inner layer of an artery. How do you do that? That's so tiny. But you do this when that inner layer of the artery is thickened, uh, probably by, yes, it says by internal, um, by intimal plaques. Intimal plaques. Those are the things, you don't want those in your arteries. So it's thickened by these plaques, and it is also athero atheromatous and uh, or also occluded which means it's like closed up so much by these plaques that the blood has a hard time going through and that's when you get things like heart attacks and strokes and clots and all those sorts of things you don't want any of those so you may need to get an endarterectomy endarterectomy what do you ectamine? The indart? What is the etymology? Uh, this is from the uh, indarter, is from endarterium, which is the intima of an artery. And I don't know what an intima is, but uh, there's intima, intimal plaques. So it's on the, maybe those, those, that's the plaque on the inside of the artery. That's the intima of an artery. It's literally probably the inside of an artery, the inner layer of an artery. And uh, yeah. That's it. The endarter, endarter is the inside of your arteries. In endarteries, uh, interesting. Yeah, I've obviously never heard of this. I hope I never have to have an endarterectomy, uh, because that means I will not have been uh, exercising and eating well. That's what you got to do. You don't want to go through this. You don't want a heart attack. You don't want any of those things. So uh, you know, eat right, exercise, sleep good that's going to help. I, I swear. I swear it's going to help. Okay. Next. End brain. Yeah. One word. End brain. Noun from 1927. Like this thing that doesn't always work very good. The brain in your head. My head doesn't work so good. Uh, the synonym is telencephalon. T-E-L-E-N-C-E-P-H-A-L-O-N. Telencephalon. No clue what that is. End brain. I do kind of feel like I want to look this up, though, because, because what is this? What? End brain? End brain. The end of my brain. It's anatomy. Um, let's see. I mean, is it, is it literally part of the brain? Um, let's see. Where? End brain. This is a weird, weird formatted thing. Vertebrate brain includes the telencephalon, which contains the cerebral hemispheres, and under these, the diencephalon, which contains the thalamus, hypothalamus, epithalamus, and subthalamus. The forebrain... So wait, is this just the forebrain? No, I feel like this... End brain. End brain. What is this end brain? It's... The meaning of end brain is telencephalon. So it's just a part of the brain called the telencephalon. But why? I guess I want to know why is it called the end brain? 
the anterior part of the forebrain. Ah, okay. So you got the forebrain is the, the part of your brain in the front, probably, but this is in the back of that part, so it's probably in the middle of your brain. It's the end of the front. <laughs> That's what the end brain is. Okay, it's a probably a very specific part of the brain. End brain. I'm not using my end brain very well. Next word. End brush. Two words. Noun from circa 1891. The synonym is end plate, which, uh, oh, that's not going to be for a little while because we got all the endo stuff before we get to end plate, right? P comes after uh, O. Let's see, end plate, yep, yep, it's like four or five episodes, ooh, one, two, three, four, like six episodes from now. End plate, also called end brush. Next is end cap, one word, noun from 1983. A display of products placed at the end of an aisle in a store. And maybe, you I don't know if you know this word, but any store you go to, a grocery store, a video store, all the stores, at the end of an aisle, they're like, there's all this wasted space. we got to put a thing there so we can sell more products, show more stuff. It's called the end cap. It's the cap of the aisle. It's the end. End cap is kind of the same thing, right? But that's what they call it. It's the end cap. It's capping off the aisle at the end of it. And that's where you find you find all the goody, the goods, the goody things, the the specials, the whatever, the 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 seasonal things, maybe. Go check the end cap. Next is endear. E-N-D-E-A-R. This is a transitive verb from 1580. Number one is obsolete, so we don't use it. To make higher in cost, value, or estimation, endear. No clue why why that means that. Make higher in cost, value, or estimation. Um, so you're just raising the prices. You're raising the prices of a thing. You're endearing it. Definitely not how we still use it. Two, to cause to become beloved or admired, as in, her generosity has endeared her to the public. Well, sure, that makes sense. She's very generous to the public, and they're going to love her for it. What is she given? Maybe she's giving them cakes. Cakes and pies and cookies and brownies. You give me those, I will love you. you I, will, I will have been endeared. Endearingly is an adverb. Endearment. Noun from 1610, one, a word or an act as a caress, expressing affection. So a word or an act that expresses affection. I love you. That would be an endearment, I guess. You're the greatest. You're so attractive. You're so smart. Those are all endearments. Or also just a caress. A soft caress. Number two, the act or process of endearing. Endearment. Let's endear each other. Endear, I endear you, you endear me. Let's endear each other. We, we, we got all the love. All the love. That's what it's all about. 
Um, by the way, is there no no? And uh, what's the etymology? It's, it comes from the deer. Oh, dearie, you're my deer. You're not. You don't have antlers, but we're you're my deer. <laughs> Next is endeavor. E n d e a v o r. First form verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive. Number one is archaic. To strive, to achieve, or reach. I'm trying to do a thing. I'm endeavoring. I'm going, I'm endeavoring to do a thing to finish this podcast. Two, to attempt. Ooh, there's a lot in the parentheses. Let's skip that for the moment. To attempt by exertion or effort. And what are you attempting? Maybe the fulfillment of an obligation. Um, and it takes a lot of exertion and effort to fulfill this obligation. I said I would do a thing, and I'm going to do it, but it's taken some time. I actually have a, a number of side projects outside of work. Uh, I've got this podcast slash, slash show, uh, and I've got some other sort of freelance side things that I'm helping other people out on. And so um, I'm. Uh, those are my endeavors. I am in endeavoring to do these things to finish them, and they take effort and time. Uh, and when you got too many of them, they take more time to finish, and it's very frustrating. Um, but I want. I will finish them. I will do it, and it will take exertion and effort. We got an example. Endeavors to finish the race. Um, I did a. I did a marathon a number of years ago, and that took a lot of endeavoring to finish because my knee started hurting fairly early on and I just I just chugged through it and it hurt and I had to walk more than I wanted to but I did it I endeavored through it intransitive is to work with set purpose you got a purpose and you're you're working on it a synonym is the word attempt it's like a try uh, let's see. The etymology says this is from the Middle English endeavorin, which means to exert oneself. So you just just put an effort into a thing. Uh, that is from n plus dever, uh, which means duty, like it's your job, the thing that you got to do. And there's more at the word devoir, which I don't remember what that means. That's the problem with my brain. Uh, is that maybe maybe my end brain is that I have a terrible memory and it's probably getting worse but uh, it's always been pretty bad and um, yeah I just I just don't remember a lot of stuff I do and it's maybe because I'm filling it in I'm filling it with too many things too many movies too many words and I just don't have the chance to remember all them but but some things some things stick you know just a small percentage and that's okay because you never know what's going to stick Second form of endeavor is a noun from the 15th century. One, serious determined effort. So this is the noun. You're putting, you're, it's a lot of endeavor to do a thing. You're very serious and you're very determined. Two, activity directed toward a goal. The synonym is enterprise, as in fields of endeavor. What is that? Fields of endeavor. That's activity directed toward a goal. So what are these fields? Are these, you're running through the fields and it takes a lot of effort? Or are you, these fields like like uh, types of jobs, those sorts of fields? I'm in the field of 
endeavoring. My job is just effort. Exertion. Okay, one more word. Endeavor. <laughs> Again, E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R. Oh, you are the one who spelled it funny. You chiefly British people. Uh, it's the variation of endeavor with no you. No you at all. Uh, and so that's it. Every once in a while, I guess we come across one where, depending on the spelling, it's going to come, the, the, the British variation comes after the American variation. Uh, so that's one of the times. And that's the last word. That's the last word in this episode. So now we must pick a word of the episode. But what were what were the words? Let's remind ourselves. We had end, 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 end or endo, in damage, in danger, endangered, endangered species, end dark, end around, endarterectomy, endarterectomy, end brain, end brush, end cap, endear, endearment, endeavor, endeavor, endeavor. Well, I think I need to pick endangered species as the word of the episode because we all know about them, but we gotta do more to protect them. That's what I think. What are we gonna do to protect our endangered species? What are we gonna do to protect our endangered species? You gotta protect them. You gotta not kill them. Don't be killing the endangered species. That was a very fun, uplifting song for something that's very sad. Uh, and now, and now, 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 I am going to tell you about another movie that I watched, and I'm uh, I'm very behind in um, in my telling you of the movies, uh, multiple weeks behind probably, and and of course this is this airs like two months from now, and so I'm it's extra behind. So what you hear now is uh, very very late. What is going on with my app? Why are you not loading properly? Okay. Um, where were we? We talked about Be Kind. Did I talk about? Yes, I talked about Sleepy Hollow. And then Cobweb is next. And uh, Cobweb, um, it gets. I'm gonna be honest. It gets a little crazy at the end. A little bit more than I was uh, expecting. Um, but it's a super fun, creepy movie. Really good overall. And uh, I do recommend it. Cobweb. And uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say what it's about. But those parents, man. They need to. They need to chill. They need to chill out. Those parents. Uh, yeah, worth a watch. I heard uh, that it's uh, Seth Rogen's first horror movie, produced horror movie, and so I can't wait to see what other horror movies Seth Rogen produces. Fantastic. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Um, that's the end. What we're we're ending. We're ending the this episode. Thank you very much for listening and watching on the YouTube. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.